Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, bitches. We're back in your city, ho. I am very happy to be here. You guys, we are mid-tour. We're at the very mid-mark of our tour, and we're in ATL, shouty. I feel so good when I'm here. It also, like, it always brings me back to my hoe days. I'm like, oh, God, good thing I couldn't stay here too long. I'd be too much of a hoe. But when I get back, I get energized. Mm. Mm. Well, you're here with your, your boyfriend is also a hoe, so you guys can hoe together. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on finding the balance in our honeness together. Oh, I know. It's it's a struggle, you know. You can be a hoe independently and then you try to hoe together and there's some logistics. <laughs> there's some hoe logistics that take some time to, you know, calibrate, so, you know, we're working on it. Okay, got it. <laughs> Mon- monog- monogamous hoes. <laughs> How are you feeling? I know we've um yeah, we've We've been traveling a lot, my dear. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm energized. The tour has been going really well. We've been selling out all of our shows. I feel really blessed and grateful that we've been able to, able to do that. So I'm happy. My nigga's been, you know, traveling with me. I literally kidnapped him. We'll talk about that later. Um. Literally. <laughs> okay, fine. I booked his flight in his sleep to Atlanta. He was laying next to me and... We were drunk the night before, and he told me in his drunkenness he would come. So I held him to that, and when we went to bed, I woke up in the morning, and I looked at his beautiful, sweet face, and I was like, I think he does want to come to Atlanta. (laughs) And I said, let me book this shit. And so I booked the flight for that same day. I woke up, and I said, hey, don't be mad. And he was like, what? No, she had sex with him first. (laughs) And then she said, don't be mad. And he said, what? She said, you're not going back to where you live. You're coming with me because I bought you a ticket. Then he reluctantly but willingly got on the plane. <laughs> so now we're um, on a world tour, double dating. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm tired of just being the fucking fourth wheel. I did it in Costa Rica. It's the third. I can't. Whatever third wheel. I can't do it anymore. I'm Bitch, tired. You of love it. us. You're the. You're I love you, but like, you don't know what it feels like. Okay. Are you okay. You, don't know, you get to go back to your room and get fucked. I don't. I, I go t- back to my room and masturbate or go to sleep. It's the fucking depression. Every time I'm like hugging him too much, I'm like, let me give him some space so Erica doesn't get triggered. <laughs> like, don't be too affectionate. Erica's going to get mad. <laughs> She's going to feel left out. No, I'm happy he's here. Um, yeah, we've been, we, we need help. Shit. Honestly, like, we have very special boyfriends because if you come into our cipher and you are not useful or helpful, then you can't stay. We need muscles and organization and shit like that. So can you like help or else what the fuck is the point? Mm. So thank you guys. We love you. Love you. Anyway, I'm really excited because we have a special guest that um, I feel, you know, we talk about manifesting we talk about just like our like DM sliding skills. This is a true um, manifestation of our DM sliding skills. And um, I've been like following this beautiful woman for a long time, listening to her music. And then I looked in my DMs because I went to Afropunk and she was performing on stage and I made my nigga, I was like, oh my God, baby mother's here. Oh, well, here she is. But my, I was like, she's here. We have to, perf- we have to watch her. I'm like, she has to, I hope she performs my favorite song. And we were just sitting there. I was like waiting and waiting. And I was like, yes. I was like, let me message her and see what she's up to. If, where does she live? Anyway, I would like to in, uh, welcome Brittany, a.k.a. baby mother, Hello. a.k.a. bomb ass rapper, a.k.a. mother of four, <laughs> which, which just... A style icon, Ollie. okay, overall creative to the show. Thank you. 
I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. No and, problem. you know, agreeing to be our friend and perform at our show. Mm-hmm. I just posted you and someone was like, oh my God, it's so cool. You guys are her friend. I was like, yeah, we just made her be our friend <laughs> two weeks ago. So, Hell thanks. Yeah. Thanks. We're pretty, we're pretty excited. No problem. I love friends. <laughs> I really love friends. Um, but yeah, no, you know, I'm, I'm in, a number one stalker. So I was like, let me just message her. And then she messaged me back quickly. And I was like, oh my God, she met, what? She, she checks her DMs? <laughs> like she does it herself? Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was, I don't know what I thought. But immediately I called Jamila and I was like, bitch, she answered. And then I was like, I wonder where she lives. I was like, if she, what if she lives in Atlanta and then she, she'll perform at our show. And she's like, oh my God. And then she, then she called me back. She's like, she lives in Atlanta. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, it's time to witch our shit up. We did a spell basically. Okay. Now you're here. <laughs> I'm right. The spell was us talking about it. And, Sometimes and, that's all you need. I mean, most of the time that's all you need. Mm. Honestly, people underestimate the power of your words. Like literally what you speak is our, our spells. So yeah. be intentional with them and say, hey, you're going to be my friend and you're going to come on my show and you're going to perform and then voila, you're my best friend. <laughs> I just like when I, when I first found you, um, on, I don't think it was on Apple or Spotify, one of them, one of them places. Um, it was your name that drew me to you because I'm a baby mama. Uh-huh. And I was like, who is baby mother? And I think just like our show, gra- like people gravitate towards our name, Good Moms, Bad Choices. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just straight to the point. You're like, okay, I like this bitch. What's she talking about over here? Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy because like when I first started, that name is what pushed a lot of people away from me. And I used to get bothered by that. But to hear it on the flip side, it's just like, that's what I wanted in the first place. So I shouldn't care about who the name doesn't resonate with. Usually those people are weirdos anyway. They are. And your people, the people that are supposed to be your people will come. Right. You know, exactly. they'll come and then other niggas will fall back. And we all, we need that. There's always going to be someone like you can have an idea or a birth something. And there's always going to be a hater or someone who doesn't like it. I think that's for the biggest lesson in this too. Hella people were like, this is not a good idea. I feel more comfortable when people don't like my shit though. Cause Cause usually when it's like something that everybody likes, it's probably either very bad or like, <laughs> yeah, it just it just never be it be overhyped. Like when the masses really gravitate towards it, it's just like that. I, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Can it. feel I feel like maybe it can feel probably scary because it's like okay, how do I like how do I maintain this yeah. this thing right? And then, and then you become like a like a prop whether you want to or not. Like you become. Some sort of symbol of something that you probably wasn't even trying to be in the first place. You was just trying to. Right. You get, you get held to the standard yeah. of like, everything. you were perfect in the beginning. What the fuck is happening yeah. now? It's like, I'd rather be imperfect at the top so that when I am perfect, they're like surprised and you're like, oh shit. Exactly. The majority doesn't really know shit. Like you, the majority of people don't have style. The majority of people don't have taste. So you're right. It's like, it's, it's just like, you know, it's they have to be slim. told what to like in the first place. So it's just like, Oh, I'm not praised. It's okay. Well, now that we're best friends and all, <laughs> just tell us more about yourself so we could be more best friends. Like, how did you get started? Like, tell us how you came to be an artist, baby mother. Like, what has been your journey? Oh, man. I feel like I've always been an artist. I just was raised by the wrong people or something. <laughs> or but the right with, people. It doesn't Or the right people. It doesn't make sense. My mom can paint and draw. Like, my mom's an artist. And my dad's a barber, so I just feel like they would kind of like, you know, connect more with like the artistic side of me. But no, they just wanted me to be very, very smart, and that's it. That's all they wanted was for me to be smart. Um, they didn't care about anything that I wanted to do artistically. 
Um, I've always drawn. I've, I, I've always wanted to do fashion design. Like, um, I've always written poetry. And so, like, those were, like, my things. But what got nurtured the most was just, like, school. School, 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 school. Like, I was in gifted classes pretty early, um, which is weird. You separate kids from other kids because they're, quote, unquote, too smart, which doesn't even make sense. Like, mm-hmm. So that's, like, the my beginning years. It's just, like, I wanted to do art, but I kind of, like, had to suppress it because of my parents. So then you get older, you get older, and you stop giving a fuck about what the fuck your parents talking about. And since I didn't have that outlet or anything to do to express myself, I started fucking. <laughs> okay, so, well, that, that'll, you, that, 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 you know, that is an art form in itself. Yes, and so I'm, like, and so I'm, like, from 12 to 17, I'm fucking, like, for no reason. And then 17, I have kids, and my life turns around. So now I started trying to do all these different things to, like, incorporate what I like to do with still pleasing my parents. So I'm going to school for cosmetology, going to school for fashion design, going to all these schools for... for shit for, you already know. Yeah, for shit that I already fucking know. And then and then I, got, and then I fucking um, started, uh, entered corporate America. You know what I'm saying? That always sucks. That shit really... I can't even imagine you in corporate America. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was oh, you doing over there, girl? I just was posting pictures. <laughs> I was going to say, can you pull up a picture yeah, of like, no, corporate I'm America? Gonna, I need to I, see the outfit. I will show y'all. I will dead ass show you because I pulled up pictures. I'm just like... Like, literally, the pl- like, oh, my God, it's kind of scary. Looking at Normie pictures of me is so freaking scary because I'm just like, who the fuck was that? Like, I mean, if you guys are not checking us out on YouTube, please check us out on YouTube because baby mother is, look, she got bunny ears on. <laughs> she got chains. She got a little schoolgirl outfit. Her nails is popping. <laughs> I don't see one ounce of corporate America yeah, possibilities no. here. Yeah, no, it was, no. I, it was, <laughs> it was, it was definitely that. I used to work at a call center, man. I was a call center girl. And then I did like a couple like retail management, like Forever Twenty One. I was a manager of Forever Twenty One, <laughs> but then like uh, the abuse and stuff at home, so I kind of just had to like leave. And I was homeless, and I was pregnant with my babies, like my baby twins. I was homeless, pregnant, and that shit changed my life because it's just like damn, that shit showed me that I can do a lot of shit on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like being raised with my father. My father's Muslim, so he's just like, won't you be mad codependent on him? And you know, he just wants you to. Suck his dick all day and and make sure the dishes is clean. And I was not, that's not what I wanted to do in my life. But showing, being homeless for that extended period of time with two little ones and pregnant, I just bossed up a little bit. And so when I got back on my feet a little bit, the, it was my grandmother got really sick and I came to stay with her. So I got back on my feet a little bit and that's when I just said, fuck it. I had made a couple of songs before, like when I was when I was doing the corporate American shit. I had made a couple of songs. People was fucking with it hella heavy, but it, but it didn't it didn't it didn't stick. I didn't care that much. But once I had my little twins, I was just like, I'm I'm gonna see what happens. And then that's when I decided to change my name. My name used to be Cindy Kush. Cindy, Cindy Kush. Kush. Cindy Kush. Oh my yeah. god, like Cindy Lou. Yeah. <laughs> like Cindy Cindy Who from fucking The Grinch. I love Cindy exactly. Kush. Exactly. I, I also I heard you had a, a group called Money Over Niggas. Oh, I also, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they also resonate. I also love. <laughs> that was in high school. That was in high school. That's what I'm saying. Me and my cousin, like, I used to write poetry. So poetry just kind of turned into like rapping and I would write songs for me and my cousins and we would just like rap them shits in class. It never did too much. It was just me and my little cousins in school boy for real. But yeah, money over niggas. <laughs> I might need to get that tattoo. Man, I wanted like that tattoo so bad. I wanted that tattoo so bad. We used to draw it on our hands and we used to be like, hold oh, up, can I still do it? I'm old. Emily, money over niggas. <laughs> Not I'm old. <laughs> Let's go get a tattoo after this, guys. 
we're in the West End. I'm pretty sure there's a tattoo a tattoo I'm shop somewhere sure, close. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, um, yeah. And that's and then I dropped my first tape and then I got my first booking off my first tape and I don't even know, like this should just And it's always been like really low key like underground stuff and I appreciate that aspect of it because whenever I try to cross over into like big people world, mainstream world, it gets too Nasty. It gets too. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. I don't understand what type of time the people be on. I don't understand what they be wanting from me. I don't understand what they want me to do. And the stuff that I do understand, I'm not gonna do it. So <laughs> it's a whole other language. Yeah, it's like I just want to do what the fuck I'm doing right now. Like I can get bigger like this. I don't have to subscribe to the status quo. Yeah. You know what? Your longevity. You're gonna have more longevity that way anyway. I, I believe that. I want to go back to your childhood because I know from my my researches uh-huh. that you grew up in a pretty religious household. On, on, is on it on sides. both sides? On both sides. Like your mother, she is a Christian, right? Yes. <laughs> that woman, you would uh, you would think she she knew Jesus personally. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, she does. She thinks she do. It's crazy that she thinks she do, but she don't because the things that she she, she treats me weird for is like Jesus would never. Mm. Like, did you really read that book, or do you just use that book to position yourself above other people? Mm. My mom was like. She was weird. I don't blame my mom for a lot of stuff that I went through as a child because I feel like I feel like that generation of women just had to they just was doing what they knew how to do. And unfortunately it was a lot of like men centered behavior. Like everything was about like this man. Pleasing the man, yes, like uh-huh. like was, Jesus or just like other men. No, the men, like her, oh, man. her man, her man, oh, like in the serving name of Jesus, her man. though, the, but in the name of Jesus, serving like being a her good man. Wife. Well, I'm curious how your mother and father even came to be together because they're my mom and my dad came to be together when, in high school. They, okay, because I'm, I'm like, he's Muslim, she Christian. Like See, my dad didn't become a Muslim until I was like five, and it's oh, okay, it's, it's so goofy. Like everything about them is so goofy to me. <laughs> I hope they watch this because y'all are goofy. Like they're so, <laughs> they're so goofy to me. Nothing that they do makes any sense. Like. My dad is, like, hella strict. He tries to, like, posture himself up to be, like, this great gentleman. He's, like, a really well-known barber in my city. Like, he's one of the biggest bar- barbers where I'm from. But it's just, like, nobody knows that he, that he beats women. Well, if they do, they don't care. But nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? And then my mom tries to act like this really holy entity. But she's a scumbag, too. And it's just, like, I don't get it. But I'm the oldest. And everything I do is, it doesn't matter what I do, it's the end of the world on both sides. Like, I got a brother, been in jail, sell dope, all that stuff, but I'm the problem. <laughs> my mom got mad kids, and they all do all kind of different shit, but what I'm doing is the worst. But I think my mom is more scared of me than anything because she thinks I worship the devil. And that's, <laughs> where, that's where we clash a lot. It's re- religion is like, me and her will be doing good, and then she'll bring up religion, and then we'll be on the fence again. And the last time I talked to my mom, I was in the hospital, and I got out of the hospital, and I made a joke. <laughs> I made a joke. I used an Instagram filter, and it had, like, you could put your face, it looked like Jesus is holding you. <laughs> and, I, and I posted it, and I was like, I rose again. Fuck Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus ain't got shit on me, and she blew my phone up, like, went in on me, and I went in on her because I'm tired of that shit. Like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of that, like. So yeah, I haven't talked to my mom since then. And yeah. where did where did she get that you worship the devil? Does she think just anything against Jesus, like a lot of people, is the no, devil? Because I talk about the devil a lot in my music, but the gag is I don't even believe in the devil. The devil's not real to me. <laughs> so 
growing up Christian the way that I did, I just noticed very early on how people would demonize my mom because she was a single parent. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so, like, I called myself the devil's daughter, and I because I think my mom was the devil <laughs> because that is how the world sees black women with children and like and even like little black girls like we don't even get a chance to prove who we are we automatically demonize you know what i'm saying like that is the metaphor and my mom being an artist i would think she would understand that but she don't care she don't care she don't care and i've tried to explain it to her but she don't care it's just metaphorical to me but to her i worship Satan. it don't help that i always talk about sex and shit too i'm pretty sure that's part of it so well welcome yeah. to the club yeah. <laughs> Um, I know I asked, I asked you before we started, if you consider yourself a witch and she said, yes, I know like six months ago, me and Erica were like, we'll, we'll privately be witches, but she's like, don't say it on the show. <laughs> she's like, you know, people are sensitive about the word witch. And then I don't they know. Really they, they really are. They really are. But it's, it's like specifically like black people too. Mm-hmm. Like I think, uh, people underestimate how much. Uh, slavery is like indoctrined in our cellularly. Right. So like any mention like anything against religion seems just like so terrible, but I think it's because like w- there was once upon a time for practicing our our native indigenous whatever like it was it was punishable by death. Right. right so right. now if you talk against it, it feels like so terrible. I mean, even making jokes because me and Erica water signs were dark and we make weird <laughs> jokes. Um, but yeah, I, I think that religion for a lot of people is like a cloak to them to their true selves mm-hmm. so you could be do evil shit and be an evil person and but in the name of jesus yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. bitch you ain't fooling nobody right so that's interesting that those parents produced baby mother i mean when you when you when you, you be raised on two opposite sides of the spectrum because my dad is not like a like a holy muslim from like wherever muslims come from you know what i'm saying he's a black man in america that's mad at white people and so he listens to Farrakhan mm. and all kind of stuff like that. And it's just like, my mom literally won a custody battle with me because she brought a coloring book to the custody hearing that my dad brought me that had poems about, like, the black man, the man that's black on the outside, white on the inside, the Oreo cookie. And, they, and they're like... They, <laughs> Not the like, coloring book. Yes, a coloring book. Wait, these were like, his poems he wrote inside? No, it was like, like when you're in like this, this FOI, this, 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 this Islam or whatever, that they, they have like all of this like propaganda low key. Oh, okay. And it's just like, you know, white people are whatever, but come on now. Like a whole coloring book for the kids that's like built, like building this hate early against white people. You know what I'm saying? Like, teach our kids to be aware but like this is violence like you're you're you know what i'm saying it's like if if it was the other way around it would be considered uh isis you know what right, i'm saying right so it's just like yeah yeah that shit was weird i don't know <laughs> but then and then you and then you go on the other side and you're raised by these people who are like fake kind but then you see the hate it's like it makes you kind of like run away from both of them shits and it makes you just want to more kind of like connect with who you are and what you believe in because there are some things in christianity that i agree with and there's some things in the muslim religion that i agree with but it's not the end i'll be all i feel like religion should be personalized you know absolutely we're all different people yeah (laughs) i I like what you said about um like why you called yourself the devil's daughter and how people demonize uh like single black moms Mm -hmm. specifically and like probably even growing up in the church you still feel the shade and you see it like yeah like it's so crazy when you're a single black mom and no one says that shit about the black dad. Like, there's, it's just a stereotype and an yeah. energy that goes with it. Like, yeah. something must be wrong with you mm. and how you interpreted that, like, as a child and how you felt that shit growing up. 
Yeah, I would see people like I would literally see people come in my mom's face and be in our face, like oh. And literally, the minute my mom would turn her back, like I, I see that shit. Like my mom don't see it; she's too busy trying to people please. Like I see that shit. I see how people look at you. I see how people offer you things out of like pity, not like because they respect you because you're doing your thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if I see a single mom and I and she going through something, it's like if I can't help and I want to help, it's not because I feel bad for her. It's because like damn, like I know how this shit is. This shit sucks, bro. Like here you go. They, it's never that you're, you're always beneath people You know what I'm saying And the more kids you have the My mom had five So it's like Yes Everybody makes you feel like Whatever you're going through Like If you have If you have a man You should be grateful Because nobody's going to want to be with you anyway So be grateful for what you have yeah. like, Take what you can get Like Bitch please um, it's, it's, it's just It's just a lot of stuff That I watched my mom go through That kind of like Made me kind of want to be the woman And not even just my mom But like my dad's Wife, like the the woman that my dad married, it's just like, just no, no, no. I can't, I can't do it. I can't put myself through it, and I can't let my daughters watch me go through the shit that my parents went through. Mm-hmm. Can't. Well, I guess basically when you ran away too, or like, <clears throat> I guess going back to when you said your creativity ended up being in the form of fucking. Uh-huh. I mean, I think a lot of people when that, when they feel repressed and they feel like, especially as around that age, like around twelve. 11 really even is like you start really understand like you start understanding your body more you start boys start giving you attention and if you don't have any sort of guidance anybody having conversations with you right you run towards that shit i know i was very promiscuous at a young age because no one was having these conversations and i was getting validation and attention from boys early so i was like fuck it and they were definitely having those conversations with you like, if you didn't know nothing about sex, your parents teach you nothing about sex, the little boys at school would teach you. I know. They'll teach you that. That's they it. will teach you. Yeah. Quick. You, oh, you want, let me show you how to suck a dick real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let for me real. show you how I like you more. Oh, let me see what all the girls, the good, the cool girls are doing. Right. Yeah. Right. If you like me, you're going to do this. Yeah. And then in some ways, it, it kind of, like, for me, I think, because same, I jumped in quick. I was like, this seems fun. <laughs> you know and, and like fuck what my parents said this right. is fun but it seems like I think for a long time I had this epiphany recently because like I said literally truly like I was ho- hoeing in Atlanta not like whatever <laughs> <laughs> but I was in college I came straight from high school and moved to Atlanta like around the corner mm-hmm. and I was so disconnected but doing it all the time and I just felt you know what and my mind was like I have control over this. Yeah. Like I'm doing it because I want to do it. Right. But and I was like not I connected too. to the, to that's that. How, yeah. Uh, I, I was so, I, I, I be thinking about like during those times I was having since like, what the fuck was that for? Like I thought, I, I was like, I wasted so much of my body. Yes. For what? Like for what? What was I doing that for? I don't even remember. I remember the situations, but I don't remember what it felt like. It, it wasn't special. Nothing was, nothing was fun about it. It was just, I was just doing it. Just literally just doing it just to do it. I think a lot of I think a lot of us go through that shit and it's just it's about it's it's probably about in the moment validation yeah. and then it's so fleeting True. that you don't even remember the feeling after it's done. Uh, also because like it be like it be about the validation but you don't get validated. You get degraded. Mm-hmm. Like you get like a little bit, a little bit of you gets taken away. Yeah, yeah. Like, why they do like, that? It's like you just chop you down more and more and more to the point where then you get to a point where you feel like you you absolutely feel like you have to do it because everybody knows that you don't already fuck this person, this person, this person. So now you have to fuck. Yeah, because you, you're not gonna get anything if you don't do that. Like, yeah. or or like just subconsciously you just feel like. You should, like, you should. Like, you joined, like, I don't know, like, doing somebody a favor, like, he did take me home. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that is, no, that is, and they will, and they will make you, you feel, feel like that they're, way. like, boys are so predatory and nobody talks about, especially high school boys. I can think of so many situations that I've been in where 
Niggas put me in positions where I had to do something that I didn't want to do. It's right. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about that. It's just boys being boys. Everybody talks about these little girls being hoes, but nobody talks about how predatory high school boys can be, bro. It's it's no, it's true, and it's true. And they do paint them as that boys will be boys, and you have to be careful. And actually, why'd you put yourself in that position to wear that skirt? Exactly. But it's like, who the mother of these boys? You know. And then I know, and most of the time, it'd be like the girl probably just like one boy. And then she has to do everything, you know what I'm but saying? But the whole crew, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's just, it's just really shady, like really weird stuff that goes on. And I try to make sure that my son is not that type of boy. Jesus Christ, because that that is scary, and, and, I, and I can imagine, like especially now, like what what little girls feel like they have to do, because it's a it's a completely different time. It's so crazy. I mean, all these little girls are looking grown, growner and growner and growner, like long nails, and I'm just like. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not impressed about it. Like, girl, go ahead with your lace front. Like, I wish we could wear lace fronts in school. If we had lace fronts back then, we would got made fun of. You got on a wig. So I'm glad that wigs are more acceptable now. And I like that the girls get to get cute and like feel themselves or whatever. Like, that's they shit. But I just think about like these little boys and like the music that, that we listen to now and like how it's just, it's, it's scary having kids, man. It really is. And you had, so you had twins. Mm-hmm. At, well, first of all, you have two sets of twins, which yes. me, we were talking about before this. I was like, bitch, you got You're a, a unicorn. You a unicorn? You got some <laughs> such magical gene inside of you? A unicorn witch. <laughs> yeah. But you had your first set when you were 16. 17. Or 17. 17. And yeah. the first set were boys or girls? A boy and a girl. Oh, boy and a girl. Oh, They're you have both, two yeah, boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Damn, <laughs> that's so special. Yeah, it's cool. Like, what was that like? Especially, like, well, especially you said you were, were you still living with your father at the time? Or you were? I was still living with my dad. My baby dad was grown as fuck. He's, How old was he? He's like 21. Okay. I'm 17. And so I was scared. But I also didn't have any feelings. Like, I didn't care. Like, from, I was from like age 12 to like after I had my kids, bro. I like, I was also on like, um, ADHD medication. So it's just like, I just didn't have feelings, bro. You felt like numb. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't care about nothing. So it's just like, to see you have a twin, it's just like, oh shit, like, that's, that's crazy. But the, but I don't think I remember like, feeling any type of way my whole pregnancy. I know I hit my pregnancy until I couldn't anymore. But other than that, other than me being scared I was gonna get caught, like, I didn't care until they got here. You oh, were you hiding your pregnancy? Yeah, I hid it until I couldn't anymore. Like, oh, it, that's what you said. Oh shit! Yeah, how? Really, what was the I month in which you could not hide months, it? I was like, twins months. is pretty hard yeah. to fucking hide. I, I, I was like four or five months, and my dad just kept asking me like, "When the last time you had your period? When the last time you had a period?" And I kept saying, "I just got off my period. <laughs> I, I blowed it, daddy. The fuck? You don't know my body? Yeah, I just had to finally give it up. Like, did I, you know I, you were having twins? I didn't know I was having twins until I went until I actually saw my dad. But what what was the kicker was like I had just got my a job at Popeyes. I was working at Popeyes and I was on the cash register and I kept passing out. Like passing out. Now you kept yes. fainting. Yes, I kept fainting. And it was when I it was when I went to the bathroom and I just you know how like the bathroom floors be like ice cold, dirty as hell. I lay on that fucking nasty ass Popeyes bathroom floor. That's how like it was just so much. I was just felt like I was so hot and it, so I went home and my dad was like, What is wrong with you? And I just had to go ahead and be like, I think I'm pregnant. Yeah. Mm. So then, did he kick you out of the house? No, or? my dad never kicked me out. I left no. because my dad used to jump on me, so he, he never kicked me out. My dad would let me. See, my dad would let me stay and argue with me as much as I want to, as long as I'm there. Mm. But um, I he let me stay. Um, I stayed with him up until I had the babies, and then after that, I went to live with an aunt of mine. And and after that, I went back to live with my dad, and that's when I was homeless. And then after I was homeless, I went to live with my grandma. Well, how was that with two young children being homeless? Like, how did you how did you do it? Well, um, 
First, I stayed in a shelter. I stayed in a shelter. And in the shelter, you have to leave, like, at 7 a.m. every morning. I would go drop my kids off at the school around the corner from the shelter. And then I would just go to either my grandma's house or I would go to the library and stay at the library all day. And that's where I started learning about witchcraft and stuff. Like, that's how I started learning about myself and more things. And it was the most traumatized. Like, I, don't, I can't believe I made it through that. Like, that's like anything I go through, I just be like, at least I ain't right there no more. Because that was... I don't know how I got through that shit every day. Like, you know, what, mother. I think I think mother energy will do that. Yeah. You know, you you see, you have two children that are kind of counting on you, and you're like, shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this some way somehow. I always say like, single motherhood is is often like painted as this very like sad and and it can be really lonely and it fucking difficult, yeah. but it can also teach you like, wow, I'm, I am motherfucking superwoman. I can do this shit, and right. I will. Right and 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 yeah, because it would be like I was getting like you know you get like the welfare checks, so it's like you got two kids, you get one eighty five in Tennessee, you get one eighty five a month. And what are you supposed to do with what that? What are you gonna do with that? I don't know, but I was making that shit shake. <laughs> in some kind of way, I was keeping my hair done. Like, <laughs> well, you know like that's gonna get done. Shit, like <laughs> nothing else. Like I was gonna braid my own hair. Like keep some little braids. And that was a cheap little hairdo, cheap little ten dollar hairdo. Go get some braiding hair. I was gonna keep my hair done. And my kids was going to look like they had some sense, you know, like, I don't know. I made that shit work. And after I had Chloe and Tyler, I, I, I got, I, I started over. I started over. Got to stay with my grandma. Still was trying to figure it out. But I just was like, fuck it. I'm finna see what this rap shit do. And it did. It did a lot. And it's been doing ever since. And I'm not even going to act like it's, I still be on some hard time shit with this shit because I do everything myself, but it'd be worth it. I would rather this than what I was going through before. It's crazy how conflict and struggle will, like, essentially make you fucking fearless. Yeah. You know, once you've been through some shit, especially as a mom, like, we get shit done. And, like, even if it's hard, even if it hurts, even if it's fucked up, like, we're going to strap up the boots and drop the kids off and do the hair and button <laughs> it up and figure it out. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to find a spell for this shit. <laughs> right, right, Like, whatever right. has to be done, you're going to pray. Like, a, a, like a praying mother in a hard time is, like, really a, some unstoppable shit. Because once you've been in a place like that, like, no matter where you go, like, I, you're a fucking rock star now. <laughs> you know, but, like, you have no fear. Nobody could tell you shit. Like if you've, if you come and like triumph over your mom and your dad telling you you're not this or you can't do this and you say fuck that and you still be yourself and you still do what you want to do and then you can't get over it and constantly get over the hurdles. Yeah. It's really like, ain't shit can stop me now, bitch, because I could, I could be there and I know I can get back up. Right, right. And I've been at the bottom twice. Like even just recently, I was telling y'all, like I lost my crib, my shop. Like that was, that was the next, we was hotel hopping. Like, Living out of hotels. And I went on tour in Europe and I said, I'm coming back to Atlanta. I'm gonna stay in Atlanta for a week. I'm gonna find a fucking house. And I found the house. So it's just like, it'd be scary, but it'll never be as scary as it was the first time, mm-hmm. man. Like, I could go through it again and, and, and I know I would be able to bring myself up out of it. And that's the only thing that keeps me from knocking myself off, you know? Cause I could have been gone a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> You got kids. It's not. It's not quite that easy. Yeah, it's depending on you and shit. It's not that simple, but yeah. And them seeing you kind of rise to the occasion each and every time is is really important. I mean, I'm sure that they've struggled in their own right, in their own ways and stuff. Yeah. However, like they have seen their mother like 
come and rise to the occasion each time. Like when they, as they grow and as they become adults, like they carry that with them. Yeah. And what are your kids in? What are your kids into? Are they into like? My oldest son's he's a rapper. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then my oldest daughter, she. She she's fighting herself. She's she's gay, so that's that's her personality right now. I'm a lesbian. Like that's her entire personality right now. That's her full time job. That's her full time job. <laughs> Listen, being mom, a lesbian. I'm gay. <laughs> that's all well, I know. What I want to do. What I want to be when I grow up. This. <laughs> but she also likes she likes photography and mm-hmm. like cameras and stuff. So she's gotten into that. And then like my baby girl, she can draw her ass out. Like she likes to draw. And my baby boy, that's he's full time gamer. Like. So Pull you had two sets of twins, and they both are boys and girls. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. <laughs> and I asked her this before, so I'm just going to tell everybody, because I'm sure you're wondering. Twins do not run in her family or in those baby daddies' family. No, so she's <laughs> truly a witch unicorn mother. <laughs> yeah. I, I want twins. Okay, so don't take this offensively, but <laughs> I literally, when I got pregnant, I said, because everyone kept asking me if I was having twins because I was so big. Uh-huh. And I was like, Twins is the devil's work. I was no. like, I was like, yo, if I get twins, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna give one of these motherfuckers away. No, I feel like I feel like you think that because it it is a lie. Like I'm not gonna like it's not a lie. It's like it two lie. T- two babies on each titty. But see, it was different with each each said because my oldest said it would be like okay, one would be hungry. But the other one wouldn't be hungry for like a couple hours, so you got you got a little breaks in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that's always the case for everyone. God, no, was looking out. no. With the, with my baby <laughs> twins, like you want to talk about the devil's way. First of all, they're Scorpios. They were born the day before Halloween. Oh, they are the devil. They, they, <laughs> yeah, like both of them are insane. It's but reincarnation. Yeah. Hey, I'm yes. a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> They they drive me insane even to this day. But like even when they was in my stomach, like the things that they would do, like my son. Literally was laying the way he was positioned. He was on one of my nerves in my legs. So sometimes I would get up in the middle of the night after use the bathroom. My leg would be completely numb. Okay. Like they've always they've they've terrorized me since they came into this world. They were fucking like, with you for yes. So yeah, they were the twins that I had to either like pump and make sure I had somebody to help me. One body feed her, and I would just breastfeed, or I would just have to be like this. <laughs> and yeah, they yeah they were. Oh, that is a lot. It do be a lot. It's a lot, but it's but you get used to it. I don't know. You just kind of. I mean, you to I mean, you just do it. Yeah, you rise to the occasion. You do it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> when you got pregnant the second time and you found out you were having twins, were you like, "What the fuck"? No, I cussed out the nurse because she <laughs> because she because she thought it was funny. Like, no, she didn't think it was funny at first. Well, well, afterwards, she thought it was funny at first when I came in there. She was like, "Wouldn't it be so funny if you had twins again?" And I was like, "No, bitch, that shit would not be funny." And then she put me up on the thing, and she was her jaw dropped. Like she, she was like, like, "Oh my god, I put this like, on her." I'm so sorry. She said I'm apologizing. I was just like, bro, and I was so upset. And then my baby dad is like that motherfucker. It's just he's a maniac. He's an alcoholic, and he's just so crazy. So I called him. I was so scared to tell him because I was like, he was already mad that I was pregnant. Like, well, like, like how you gonna be mad? Nigga, you shouldn't have kept right. He was already mad I was pregnant, so I was like, fuck, it's two of these niggas. So, <laughs> so I call up, that woman was like, you ruined my life. You <laughs> Not ruined you. my life. It was just like, all right, I feel you. Like, I couldn't even be mad because I kind of felt the same way a little bit. <laughs> like, damn, you know, I, that is a bit much. Like, two sets of twins is crazy. Like, we here. Those are my buddies. Those are my babies. Look, guys, you are spreading the seeds. You're spreading your seeds. <laughs> Baby mother seed. We need more of you, so thank you. <laughs> One day. So um, we have a, a game on our show that we like to play okay. with, with guests, and it's called Trigger. Ooh, that's um, scary. <laughs> um, Not the witch thinking the game is scary. <laughs> 
Um, basically, I say a word and you say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. 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 That's Don't nice. overthink it. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Spit or swallow? Swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Was I supposed to answer the question? Yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Swallow. Swallow for sure. For You're sure. so fucking cute. I know. That little giggle. <laughs> that little giggle. Uh, masturbating while your kid's at home. I'm going to do it. Yeah, right? I'm Hello. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that. Sorry. Fingering ass or licking ass? Mm. <laughs> Both? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pegging. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm with it if they with it. Uh, female rappers. <laughs> awesome. I guess. Girl. Awesome. Yeah. That awesome. was generic. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, generic. Gen- I will say okay. that. That's how I feel about it right now. Generic. Yes, yeah, it's, it's giving very generic. But they're uh, here. They're here. They are here. They are here. <laughs> Religion. Unnecessary. Non-monogamy. If that's what you're into, that's cool. I'm not into that. I want my man to myself. Mm. Virgo. Big Virgo energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mushrooms. Cute. I love mushrooms. Childhood. <laughs> um. Damn. 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 Yeah. Okay. LSD. Love her. Toxic trait. Stingy. Motherhood. Yeah. Um, motherhood is fun. It's, it's duality. Duality. What I think about, yeah. Passion. Like, what's your passion? Music and, and art and, and love. Those are my passions. Love language. <laughs> Buying me shoes. Oh, so uh, uh, gifts. Yes. You like gifts? Yes. <laughs> Your boyfriend's in here. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, bitch. I know. <laughs> she needs some more shoes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, pet peeve. Oh, man. Stupid ass questions. I hate stupid questions. These are like ones that you could Google. Yes. <laughs> more kids? I want more kids, yes. You're going to get some twins, bitch. Maybe you'll fuck around and get some triplets. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest regret? Mm. <laughs> I don't think I have any. I have some, but they're not that, they're not that serious, like... My biggest regret is is my biggest regret is 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 being friends with a light skinned bitch. Oh, <laughs> hold on! That's about, that's, I'm sorry. That's probably the worst thing I ever did in my life. Can, can you elaborate? <laughs> Wait elaborate. a minute. <laughs> She's not talking about you. It was another no, she was, one. And she was a Scorpio too. It was oh, crazy. No, let her. Me, I, you know what? I, I was friends with a light skinned Scorpio bitch that wasn't healed, and that bitch was a terrible bitch. I she feel was, attacked. She was a terrible bitch. It's, it was uh, not she, you. She just she just wasn't ready to be my friend, and I was and I was. Too, kind of like I was kind of in a different place we shouldn't have been friends that was my biggest regret that bitch was evil very evil person very dark person 
Yeah, that's my biggest regret. Okay, I'm going to pray for her in the name of yes, all light-skinned Scorpio she bitches. Deserves, she deserves better. <laughs> in the name of all Scorpio light bitches. Her way to... I would like to apologize on behalf of her. <laughs> well, I'm happy you still like friends after that. You know, some bitches, they have one... They pick one fucked up friend. They're like, fuck bitches. At, no, least, at least you're, no, like, no, open to your friends. I want to find my friends, bro. I want friends. I want bitches to, like, pull up and do shit with. I'd be at the crib with my kids. <laughs> like, and my boyfriend, like, I want friends. <laughs> I, I will never turn down the idea of, like, a new friend. Okay. That's good. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. <laughs> Favorite position? Mm. Uh, I think I just like it from the back, bro. That's my that's my shit for real. Um, celebrity girl crush. It's a lot of new. Uh, <laughs> my celebrity girl crush for real, for real. Damn, I don't even know. Can't think of one off the top of my head. Okay, come on, I'm so good. Do you like girls? I love girls. Love girls. <laughs> but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Who could I give it to? Because this, I feel like I'm on the spot. Who could I give it to? Hmm. <laughs> Who would I give it to? <laughs> I don't even know, man. I don't know. I can't. I can't come up with that one. What about marriage? How do you feel about marriage? I want to get married. You do? Okay. <laughs> Favorite drug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to say it's got to be a tie between Coke and ketamine. Coke and ketamine. I've never done. Well, no, I did ketamine one time with my white friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do it with. Yeah. You do. I mean, you don't really be around black people. I'm like, you got the K? I'm like, no. <laughs> and you know, I know. I'm from LA. So I'm like, and I always said, like, I'm never going to do ketamine. It's for a horse. And I'm like a small puppy. Like, that would work. So, it's so nice. It was pretty chill. I, I would only feel comfortable enough doing it with my white friends. But it was, I was like, this is groovy, I guess. I feel a little drunk. It's one of those things that, like, for me, it like it's helpful. It's the resourceful. It's also like the too. opposite of cocaine. Yeah, and it, and it like it make you feel good, and it puts your like I want people, my my brain don't shut up, so it puts my thoughts in folders, and it allows me to get shit done and like think clearly. So that's why I like kidding. Oh, wow, thoughts in folders. Yeah, I like that. My because my thoughts are not in folders. But <laughs> they're definitely not they're all over the floor. In the it, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm, stepping, I'm tipping toe and through them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know your um your other signs like your rising and your moon? Yeah, I'm a um, Capricorn rising. I'm a Pisces moon. Mm. I knew yeah. there was, had to be some water in there. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's why you need the folders, bitch. <laughs> That's that Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my god. So also on our, on our show, we uh, we ask our guests to have an affirmation. Do you have an affirmation? Did you think of one? Man, you know this. This is it. Before I came, and I was trying to think of one, and. Yeah, I'm not good with the affirmation thing. That's something that I'm still working on personally. Like, I started doing this thing where I get up in the morning and listen to, like, this YouTube lady tell me all this shit about myself. <laughs> and it and it'd be like, and it helps, like, it helped me get my, my juices flowing. But, like, to come up with them on my own, I don't know what to tell myself to. I mean, maybe I do. I write music all the time that could be considered affirmation. Absolutely, poetry. Do you, have a do you have a lyric that we could use as affirmation? Yeah, we could, we could use, I'm going to get money regardless. I'm, I'm gonna get, get money, money regardless. <laughs> yeah, yep. I like good. I like that affirmation. Yeah, I'm gonna get money regardless, no matter what, no matter what. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, 
being like being in the music industry, I know, like as you said, like you know, being like mainstream, it, it can feel like really isolating and mm. and all that. Like, how have you like maintained? Like, I guess like I'm sure you've had been pressured to kind of like try to put yourself in in certain boxes and things of that nature. Yeah. How do you maintain like your I guess like autonomy over who the fuck you are all the time without like with, without feeling pressure to kind of lean into that? Well, it's because I'm a Virgo, and if I feel like somebody's trying to control me, I automatically be like on some rebellious shit. <laughs> I'm, I like, I just that's what I meant when I say like when I about female rebels is like everything's so generic because it's just like, like it's just like everything is being put into like this box, and I and it's no shade. Like I think everybody that's out right now is doing really well. I like I like a lot of the music that's out right now, but I just feel like. Everybody tries to, like, you can't, you have to be, like, super polished. Like, you have to be, like, this super, like, direct aesthetic or nobody gets it. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to be marketed to other people. And then, like, trying to play this game for a long time, like, I really just was trying to play it at first. And I was trying to fall into line. And I was trying to. But then you realize, like, it's, it, it kills you on the inside. It's like, I would rather just people not fuck with me and I just get by in this shit then have to like like cookie I don't know I don't know it's just it's just certain stuff about like the music industry that really like makes me uncomfortable and I don't I don't like having to deal with the people that's in it because they're arrogant they're fucking rude they fucking think they they fucking talk down to you even though you're the artist like you're the reason why I'm here I'm the reason why you're here but you think you're above me I don't like that I don't like having to socialize with people that I'm not familiar with, like, just because we do the same thing, like, just because we make music don't mean, you know what I'm saying, I, when, when in the beginning, like, I came to the I was like, I want to work with everybody, but I didn't know how weird it was, like, you work <laughs> with somebody, and now everybody thinks y'all are best friends, and now you have to deal with all this, like, people want to never ask you questions about you, they ask you questions about this artist, because she's, they might be bigger than you, so now your whole interview is about other people, mm-hmm. like, it just, I, I, I think I'm just, like, I'm too... I want to be an individual. I mean, I, I agree. I think a lot of, especially, I mean, it's always been for women in general that are artists, like, they have to, f- especially, like, when it comes to, like, even, like, your body image, mm-hmm. like, having to fit into these certain molds. Like, I think about just, like, the female rappers that are out. It's all about, like, body, yes, hair. Yes. Like, you got to, like, look, so you got to have this, you got to, like, have the booty. Yes. You got to, like, have Everybody the, looks very much the same. The weave that goes past the ankles is the new look, too. Although it looks pretty fly. I, was like, I mean, it's fly. I, I kind of like that, too. I, I was like, I kind of like that. Actually. Yeah. I, no, I, that's, that's <laughs> I wish that I had a lace front artist in Atlanta. But I mean, and, and like, but like, as, as a fucking mother, first of all. I don't like, have time for all that. Yeah, no. I don't have the funds for all that. I don't got the funds, but also, I'm a, like, I feel like a lot of these women, too, like, they're not, they're not mothers. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, like, you know, look at Cardi B and shit like that. But, like, there's this unrealistic expectation of what, like, we're supposed to look like. And it's yeah. like, no, bro, like, this is what I, this is me and this is what works. Right. And then, and then you get in these spaces and these, and these people are like, well, we like you for you. And then they bring you in and you're like, okay, so we want to give you some money because we like you. And then, and then they say, but you got to change this and you got to change that. And it's like, there's stipulations that? to that money. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I would rather just do this shit myself. Like, yeah. I mean, also the image is like essentially temporary, right? Like, you know, like there was a time where thick eyebrows were in, then skinny ass eyebrows. Everybody plucked them out, and then they're like, "That's not it anymore." Then everybody tattooed them, tattooed them back on and shit. Yeah. Everybody like fat asses, and I like like now everybody Kim's white again. Now everybody taking their <laughs> ass out. And it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like who the fuck can keep up with that? You might as well be what the fuck you look like yeah. and accept that. And then like we all have daughters, you know what I'm saying. So if I go like 
pump a bunch of shit in myself or pump it out. Whatever you do is cool. But it's like to make sure it's to please you and to be in your own aesthetic or you even fucking know what that looks like because then you're just like chasing the chasing the, the whatever the, the trend, the trend. Yeah. and that's forever every ever changing people don't know what the fuck they like yeah. no i think women like i think about like i was thinking about like doja cat how she like shaved her head off and her hair off and like you know took her eyebrows off and niggas were tripping i was, yeah. she went crazy and I was like because though no, because she kind of did fall she kind of like shifted her image and was like very commercial and like Historically, that's not really her vibe anyway. Yeah, no. Like if you follow her from before, like she's a weirdo, she's and that's why weirdo. we loved her. That's why I be. That's why I be tripping off of people like getting mad at her for being herself. Because I'm just like she's always been kind of strange. She like. had, but she 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 tricked. <laughs> no, she tricked people to get in the door. Okay, you know I feel like I. I, but I don't even think that's true because the song that got her like uh uh-uh, uh was the moon the moon song. song, and that was the weirdest song of yes, all. So yeah. I'm just like Doja Cat has always been like hella quirky. Like that's her vibe. I got like when people be expecting. But she, did a, but, she did a, but she did a few pop songs. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's because she can. Like, she can step into she, that bag she and she can. can play that game. But it's like, but this, but this, but you know what I'm they saying? They don't want women to be multi-layered, multi-dimensional. Like, yeah. we have to, once we present ourselves in a certain way, we have to stick to that. Right. And I was like, when people were tripping about her, 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 I was like, oh, she looked kind of cool. I like, thought her fucking, cool. She looked yeah. 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 her little cool, oh, her, eye, her eyebrows yeah. and shit. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like more of this, you know, because as women, like, we do. Like we, we are held to this standard where we cannot change, we cannot shift, and if we do, we're tripping. Like something's wrong. Yeah, everything. Like Britney, has to like, be we're, like we're going Britney. Right. Everything has to be like for the for niggas' eyes and shit. Right. And I don't always want to. Sometimes I want like alien. Yeah, like, I don't even like niggas that much. They are <laughs> <laughs> no dead ass. Like, why niggas, are we shifting niggas, for them? And niggas have horrible taste. Horrible. And they don't fuck anything. Oh, they, and, and admit it. Like, the, I, like they will. They say, you know, like we we really only we can fuck a a hole. We know how to compartmentalize. It's not emotional. Yeah, like you can find one quality about one quality you like in a woman. Oh, she got a fat ass. Yes. Fucking. Or she's cute. She got a cute face. Oh, she got a nice mouth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my dick in there. Yeah. I should say so. Whereas yeah. women, I mean, we could do that too, but more, more, more times than not, there has to be a little bit something else, right? A little bit more something else, right? Um, and and that's why women be tripping, and that's why we be killing niggas. <laughs> and that's and that and that that's leads me and that leads me to our next <laughs> what is segue? What a smooth transition. <laughs> Do you like that transition? I, wow, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, you that like that? Mm. That was smooth. That was that, very smooth. See, this is this is why I'm Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it is October, and you know we're all some witchy bitches. <laughs> First of all, Erica and I's favorite holiday is Halloween. Same. Like, w- even me and my kid, we're planning Halloween costumes. Like, oh no, <laughs> sorry, guys. What is that? My spit. Oh. Um planning fucking halloween costumes in goddamn may and i'm like luna we have eight months we don't have to buy it right now but i already has her halloween costume i know and Er and luna's pissed because i haven't got hers yet i'm like just chill we're gonna get it but um we've been talking about how like we're like i want to do some creepy shit for halloween like i want to like i want to like maybe we should learn about a serial killer woman and and a daughter and let's like let's talk about it let's get drunk and talk about it we haven't really are we gonna get drunk are we gonna get drunk? Is that a question, <laughs> bitch? What? Hello. <laughs> we didn't bring anything to get drunk, Erica. What, like right now? Oh yeah. Oh right now? Yeah. Oh, we can get. Dr- what you doing after? <laughs> Come on. 
It's only noon. I so. thought you meant on Halloween. I was like, absolutely. Oh no, no, she no, means no. right now. I know we should have got. I should. I meant to bring you tequila. Listen, I looked at your page and I was like, damn, she's a witch. I could tell. Then I was like, damn, she likes tequila like us. I was like, bring tequila to the recording. <laughs> and then we're always late, so that didn't happen. But it's fine. It's fine. No, we, we, can go, we, can go, we can go get tequila after this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we really wanted to do a story about a killer, <laughs> and 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 Erica's deep Google research. She found out that she discovered that you have a, a female serial killer lineage. Yes. And we were both very intrigued and also like, damn, we really are witches because not only did we manifest you at our live show <laughs> performing and being your friend, and you just happened to have a serial killer woman in your family. Yes. Now, what are the fucking chances of that? <laughs> yes. I only found out about this um, when, my, when my actual grandmother was dying or whatever, and I was talking to her, and she was just telling me about all this different stuff, and she was telling me that the about where my middle name came from and what's your middle name christine Mm -hmm. and she told me about um one of my elder grandmothers um she used to murder she used to murder abusive men basically or whatever but she never really expanded on that detail because (laughs) she was saying it like she was like upset like she was saying like it's not a good thing like she was mentioning like my music and my witchcraft and all kind of stuff like that and she was like and this is like the spirit of this and this and this she was a very christian woman too and she was like that's when she told me about it but she wasn't she wouldn't she didn't want to give much detail so it's just like i don't know much i don't know a lot at all she she don't know if she got convicted this is like a family secret everybody just knew she didn't tell me (laughs) like don't piss christine off Right, she didn't tell me. And of course, like, my mom isn't going to talk to me about it at all. So it's just like, I'm going to have to, like, really dig deep and try to figure that out and try to see if I can find that. And, yeah, I don't even know what time period that was, but I want to find that out. I ended up making an entire album based upon that story. Mm. Um but I had to leak it because people was playing in my motherfucking face. And they were what? They were they were playing, playing. with me, oh. playing with me, like trying to trying to make money off of my music oh. without my permission. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just leaked it, and then it got copyrighted. But it's still available on the internet, or whatever. But what it was, it was um, I brought up my three most like pivotal relationships, like with men, the ones that like made and broke me. You know what I'm saying? And I killed them off. Like, I started, yeah, I started off with, like, each one was, like, when, I, when you first meet them, you like them, where you fucked up at, and where you killed them. And it was like that. But How'd you kill them? Different different ways. I had a song called Decapitate. Oh. Yeah, it was different ones. It was different ones. Yeah, it was different ones. How healing. I know. That sounds very healing. Like, do I need to kill a it couple was, niggas? It was, <laughs> yeah, in my no, journal? It was so healing. We, I, we locked in the studio for, like, we made the album in three days. Wow. We locked in the studio off, like, hella, like, shrooms and shit. Like, really just got, like, real, like, in there. Mm. And we did that shit. And just for me to have to waste it, because motherfuckers thought that shit was just some, like, property or like you know what i'm saying like no nah, like y'all saw me cry like y'all not just gonna throw this shit, shit out there right yeah without my permission right that does seem very healing that seems like some like a, a creative therapy in ways like it was sometimes i think we forget that we can finish the story if we want to yes yeah. and in 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 whatever way we want to yeah mm-hmm. and that that could essentially heal how you like change the story right exactly exactly what is that album called it was called christine christine mm-hmm I love that. Listen, Christine. I don't know her delight, her life details, but she, it doesn't sound like she was a bad woman. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like she was a bad woman to me either. <laughs> but I, I would. I'm. I'm definitely. I just got my ancestry and shit done. Like I'm definitely trying. You gave to, your like, DNA. 
Huh? You gave the spit. You spit there you yes. got it, girl. If you had a there baby in the house, you spit in the cup. I was like, bro, I've done so many spitting in cups and pissing in cups. They can have it. Whatever they want to do with it at this point, global warming, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, yeah, I found that I'm Nigerian. And then, like, I just I just really want to, like, get back into, like, digging and figure out where I come from because I feel like it's probably, it has to be interesting, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course. It's all interesting. Yeah. I just had a thought about like you coming from religious parents and you like being you the the exploratory spiritual I'm gonna do it my own way I'm like that's probably like a manifestation of that I think when women um, like are like a lot of us have been repressed repressed through religion and reformed and mm-hmm. reformed and like you said your mom's an artist but now she's confused <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely confused you know like I think I think like women like us like you are the manifestation of that of that uh like um re- repression because at some point this shit has to come out and it yes. may come out in your seed and and then like here you are and it's just like it's not you're, you're no longer gonna like you breaking the cycle and you're gonna do what you want to do and it comes out this way and it comes right. out, you're expressive and you're putting your music out there and your art out there for everybody else to feel so yes you know I know you said though you didn't feel like you identified with your parents it's probably like you're the repre- like the birth of their repression probably mm-hmm. you are absolutely right you are absolutely right because that repression runs very deep mm-hmm. like. I, I can see it around. Look, my dad was one of those people who's like, you better not cry. You better, it would piss him it's off. Because he probably wants to cry yes, really hard. He's probably piss hurting. Him off if you cry. Like, he would literally whoop you for crying. Like, you know, so, yeah, I definitely believe that 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 could definitely be a thing for sure, for sure. And now you have the freedom to express yourself, whether that be in tears and music and your apothecary. Like, you can literally be expressive and vulnerable and not serve men or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? You can yeah. literally... It Do you? Me, yeah. yeah, and without the attachment of feeling guilt or shame about it, and that's some powerful ass shit. Yeah, yeah. and re- yeah, rewriting your story for your children too. Like yeah. they're not going to like you've guaranteed that they're not going to walk that path that right. maybe everyone else in your family has had to walk. Right. No, they definitely are very free people. How do they feel about their mom being a fucking rock star? They're they, like, my mom's the shit. We be having fun. Like yeah. they. Like we're like we was fucking eight year olds at the club and shit. Like they get to come to my shows sometimes. They be on stage. Like Help. it's fun. We have fun. Yeah, I'm taking them to New Orleans with me this weekend. Oh, for your birthday party? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be very fun. Dope. <laughs> yes, I love. Speaking that. of Halloween, they wearing Halloween costumes today. I'm just like, yeah, they they be ready early. <laughs> they be so ready. And I've been telling my kid, I'm like, it doesn't have to be Halloween for us to wear a costume. True. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. But they just get geared up for it because it's like, that's their birthday too. So oh, they right. be, it, whole month of October is always like Halloween shit going on. Yes. The, the, the vibes are high. The witchy vibes are high. Yeah. Everything is the spirits the are high, right? Like, aren't, aren't they like the spirits very high in October? This is the time. Right? October. Like ancestors are coming to visit. Even early November with the Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. yeah. That's I need to. Do, I swear to God, I'm going to Mexico and I'm going to experience a Dia de los Muertos. I thought it was going to be this year. It's not going to be this year. I also want to do New Orleans for Halloween. I want to do New Orleans for Halloween, low key. But I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do Atlanta. I, I didn't. I did. I went to Voodoo Fest one year in New Orleans, and it was, is that around Halloween? Mm-hmm. How was it? It was amazing. Okay, yeah. But even when we went a few weeks or not a few weeks ago, or you didn't wait. Yeah. yeah, wait. I did. What I was like, "What the fuck?" When we came, when we went there, I could feel the energy in New Orleans. You feel no, it there? No, New Orleans is one of those places, and also Hawaii is one of those places. Hawaii, Hawaii? really? Yeah, it's Hawaii. Like I had a mental breakdown in Hawaii because mm. that's you can you can feel that like energy, bro. It's 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 some real powerful energy over there. Like I don't know what it is, but the I learned a lot energy. of it. I should that should humbled me. Like that should brought me 
very made me feel very small being out there in Hawaii. I think everybody's really afraid to delve in the darkness. You know, everybody's like, it's devil shit. You know, like, <laughs> like don't look at it. It doesn't exist. You know, even us talking about, like, murder and death <laughs> yeah. and, and ancestors and spirits and, like, our witchiness and, like, spells and shit. People are so fucking scary. Of, but mostly it's a reflection of people are scared of themselves and the darkness in themselves yeah. and are afraid to address, like, the dark shit. Like, have I healed this? This is where I come from. This is the dark shit my parents have gone through. Have I adopted this? What are my toxic traits? Like, people will not, are unwilling to sit with it. Or even, like, that you could have, you you are and have adopted, like, all the energy of all the people that came before you, all their pain. Mm-hmm. And if you don't address it and you don't sit with it, however way you do it, I don't know how the Christians do it, whatever, they suppress it and tell you like to get down on your knees and like it's devil shit, but it's very important to delve into the darkness and like in a way that is not necessarily like, it's not all scary. It's necessary. Right. It's very necessary. Uh, I feel like the only reason that I was able to learn that is because I started dropping acid. Like Mm, acid really like broke my brain and like made a new one or something because Mm. it rebirths you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, It's so crazy. And it's just like, the stuff that I the stuff that I feel and the stuff that I go through sometimes I don't even be understanding how people can't but it's because I because I just feel like I think they just shut off certain parts of their brain like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like it, it's, I feel like it's necessary to open that part up in order to be like a whole human because everybody just be living half their life trying to trying to press shit down act like they not this act like they not that like kill the part of you that cringes Mm. I saw that on the internet. It was like, the don't kill the cringe. Like, something makes you cringe and want to avoid it. Like, open that door. And yeah. yeah, dive in, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, is that the name of the episode? Kill, kill the, the part of you that cringes. cringes. <laughs> oh my god, I think I love that. I love that too. Wow. Me too. I, I mean, it's true though. That's a bar. I, I, you need to write that in a rap. No, no, no. I said it on Twitter. Someone put it in the rap. Put it in the rap. I get in trouble. They're gonna be like, that was my tweet. Tweeting is property public property (laughs) i know i had an acid experience and i felt uh like all the female all the women's pain from before me and i don't know how i knew it was that Mm -hmm. but i did immediately i was like and it came out of me like out of my mouth like i screamed it out and then i fucking bursted into cosmic universal energy and then afterwards i felt like so relieved but i was like what the fuck was that but acid Acid is so strange she is a motherfucker but in a good way i really Uh, did feel like a release and a rebirth and a something opened up in my brain that i could access that part of me that i hadn't been able to access before so like i'm not recommending that everybody do acid no however everybody if acid finds you that's usually why when you should do it yeah you know now i mean i think for all 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 the different drugs are now i think in this in a we're in a place now where they're becoming a little bit more normalized, especially mushrooms. Mushrooms for now are like cute for people. But I was watching this. What was the show? I was, I was, I started watching it, but then I fell asleep because I always fell asleep watching TV. But it was some show where like these, this guy or these different people were taking drugs in, in like in hospitals essentially. Oh yeah. To like, like one person was like taking like multiple doses of LSD. Oh, because like it was like therapy. Some, yeah, yeah. Therapy. I've been seeing that lately. They've been doing like the ketamine therapy. Yes. Too. Ketamine yeah. therapy. Yeah. It was like LSD therapy. I can see how that shit could be helpful. And I'm like, Oh, now y'all niggas. Oh, now yeah. it works. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it works. Yeah. It's, it's, drug use is becoming a little bit less taboo, but 
the black for the whites. Not for, yeah, not for black people. Like, I would say for the whites. Like, no, 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 we do that with crackheads for sure. Right. <laughs> Especially Coke. Like, I, I know. They. <laughs> They they will you will be Whitney Houston if you yes, say the cocaine. Yes, for real. I was with some fellow white podcasters. Shout out to um uh Sex Talk with my mom and I was saying something like, Oh, I did cocaine. I'm like, Are you gonna talk about it on the show? I was like, No. They were like, Why? You talk about everything else. I was like, Bitch, I'm black. <laughs> they were like I was like, yeah, it's different for us, Karen. I'm like, her her, name, is literally her Karen. name is actually Karen. I was like, no, Karen, I, I, we could talk about smoking weed and that's pushing the envelope. I'm like, here I am talking about it now. I've gotten braver in five years. But I'll talk about it in my music because it's so cares. Like everybody want to be mad. The only thing that I, that I will say is like, it could become, remember, remember evil light skin bitch friend? Yeah. That bitch, once we fell out, that's, she her ass on the internet. This bitch is a cokehead. Da, 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 like, and she's probably a cokehead. She's not. She's not. But I'm just <laughs> like, like you didn't have no problem with her when we was, you know what I'm saying? You did everything else with me, but coke is where everybody draws the line. Mm. Especially black people. And I blame like the crack epidemic, what it did to our people. I get it, but. So what? You know how many fucking functional corporate cocaine Listen, white that's people what, that's I know? Listen, that's why I be tripping because I'm just like every rich white person I know does cocaine. We're from <laughs> we're from the valley, Listen, so it's, your, it's your like, daughter's teacher is probably doing coke to get through the day. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how she would do it, but I mean we're from LA, so it's, it's very casual where we're from. But I realize that it's not casual for everybody, so I, I'm always like. Has discretion except today because I'm with baby mother, so I just no, gotta no, be real. That ass, that ass, sometimes I will I will pull that shit out not thinking, just hit a little bump, and people be like, <laughs> "I was just like, oops, I'm sorry, I didn't realize." I don't but, really feel like that's real. I feel like that's very rare. I feel like mostly most people do cocaine. I think most people do cocaine too. I think most people just are scared to talk about it because they think. They're going to get judged. Yeah, and they and they might, and I might get judged right now on the internet. It's only very rare. It's a very rare occasion when I would like to party. Everything we say here is for entertainment purposes yes. only. Yes. Are you entertained? Are you entertained? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, we ask our guests if they have a hoary, a hoary, a horse story. It's horror story time. Uh, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have one. Um, I think. Um, okay, so one time <laughs> I was in uh, Baltimore with my boyfriend, and he had an album live stream type of situation where him Richmond. It was in. He's like, He's get here. it right, baby. It was in Richmond, <laughs> and we had like a we had like a he 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 was doing like this live stream situation or whatever. But before we live streaming, we getting drunk, like we taking shots of tequila, like straight out the bar or whatever. And so we had a rental car. And it's so funny because, like, for him to do this live stream, he had to wear like this full-on Dickies jumpsuit with like with this record. Like, he's in he's in costume basically, and so like he was like, I gotta get ready to go on. But I was like, no, come on, let's go to the car, let's go to the car. <laughs> and so, like, the car was right in front of the venue, in front of the record shop. So I'm trying to fuck him in this car, like, right in front of the venue. And so he drives around to like the whole other side, and we like had like this full-blown out like quickie in the car. While, and everybody's looking for him, like, where the fuck Frank at? Like, where he at? <laughs> Supposed to be in there doing his job, and I'm fucking him in the backseat of the fucking <laughs> rental car. So, yeah, that was a cute look. Huh? huh? It was the first thing. How? She was drunk. I was trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she had a lot of shots. <laughs> he back there correcting her. 
It was the backseat. It was the backseat. Yeah, we was both very drunk. His friends was like, "That car was a rocking." Yeah, because he, he had just moved to he had just moved to where I was at, so this was like his first time. His friends first time seeing him since he moved, and they was like, <laughs> "Who's this bitch?" They was like, "No, no, they know me," but they was just like, "What have you done to him? He's so different." Like, <laughs> I put that witch pussy on him. That's what I did. No, I think he was just drunk. Like they was like, "What have you done?" He was like, "Damn, y'all ain't never seen him drunk before." But did you, Did you make it to the live stream? He made it. He did a great job too. See, of course, he did magic that. Magic pussy makes magical live stream perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he did a great He's job. Activated. So we asked baby mother to pull a card at the top of the show. We actually have a new deck. Thank you, Dutch, our fellow tribe member. Shout out to our, our ladies in Discord. If you haven't joined our Discord, we have a lot of women over there. It's an amazing community where women are literally talking all fucking day long. Like the amount of alerts I get on my phone. And the, amount of, the amount of angel number alerts I get. Like I'm like everybody in our Discord's a witch. They're like, it's one, it's 111. It's 333. It's 222. Sometimes I'm like, it's 330. It's, it's like a different time and somewhere else. I'm yeah. like, wow, the, the witches are together okay in community we need have to, we might do like a community like a community manifestation like everybody at 111 pacific standard time let's all put our energy towards this because mm-hmm. then that will definitely come true hell yeah but dutch came to that's like a cult that's kind of hard but no but we're a cult of freedom Ooh, yeah. <laughs> this is the good mom's cult is the cult of we won't ask you to do no weird shit okay yeah. well we will but we'll, not no like we'll do re- weird shit for your healing and your freedom you don't like, need- do whatever you want to do is the weird shit can you imagine the world that we live in that doing whatever you want to do is weird yeah <laughs> to be you it's crazy oh my God. it's rebellious it's revolutionary <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want and be a woman right. <laughs> say how you feel <laughs> don't subscribe to niggas <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> went on a tangent about our cult um yeah uh at the margarita room i gifted us african goddess rising oracle deck and usually we use tarot for tarot time but i'm gonna try a little something different so what did you pull my dear um it said tanny and it's like pleasure it's, it's like a, it's like a isn't this the tattoo you have on your forehead Conda, this is this mine is from Sailor Moon. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. it's very similar. Yeah. Very similar, very similar for sure. Okay, Tanit, goddess of pleasure, which Ooh. is AKA freedom. You guys, this mm. is also a part of the cult. <laughs> Tunisia temple conjurers, <laughs> element air. Tanit was the goddess of the stars in ancient Carthage. And I hope I'm saying this right. Today, all the way over in Ibiza, they still have pleasure-filled full moon midnight table dancing parties in her name. I think we shall have one tonight. <laughs> you are thirsty for more pleasure. You can't thrive when life feels dry. You're made of laughter and stardust, not sawdust, baby. Okay. Pleasure is your birthright, a gift from the universe. Embodiment. How much juicy pleasure can you stand? Turn up the pleasure principle. You secretly feel that you don't deserve it, but pleasure is a healing and manifesting force. Laughing, loving, and orgasmic joy is holy. Good dick. Hold your hands over your reproductive area and say aloud, I deserve pleasure. I deserve pleasure. The goddess declaration for this card is, it feels good to feel good. Okay. It, feels it feels good, good to, to feel, feel good. good. Period. A little oh bit. Oh, my God. Tana is in our cult, you guys. 
Tana might be the leg. She's the, the leader. The, the symbolism. She's the leader of the cult. I she, love Tana. Her. We don't yes. worship anyone except Tanit. <laughs> Ourselves, the pussy womb, the yoni, and Tanit. I think Tanit tattooed on me. I think I, I am too. Okay. Yes. We need to go get, we need to get drunk, go to the tattoo shop. We have two tattoos to get. <laughs> money over, money <laughs> over niggas and Tanit. Okay, well. <laughs> Our best friend agenda is full, you guys. All right. Wow. We have a busy day. Um, oh, yeah. Honestly, thank you so much for joining no us. No problem. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. You're literally a part of our tribe. You didn't even know it. You're part of the cult. <laughs> I'm here. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. And baby mother, when fucking Erica saw you on Spotify, she knew. I did. She, I was like, you need to listen to this song. She literally told me, she's like, you can't give no pussy to a nigga who not used to getting <laughs> pussy because that pussy going to be everybody business. Hey. I was like, the fuck is that so motherfucking true? <laughs> I was like, fuck. A nigga did that to me. I should <laughs> never give him they no pussy. Always do that. Uh, the weirdos. It's the theme. It's it's the cult theme. <laughs> so now we have a leader, a theme. Wow, we're getting far. Yes. Everybody join Discord if you want to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta get you in there. Link in episode description. <laughs> um thank you everyone listening. I hope this episode has been witchy and you're enjoying Oculate October. This is the closing. I hope you make sure you do your own spell this month and this evening. And make sure you uh, check us out on Instagram. We're fine. Uh, good Moms <laughs> underscore Bad Choices are on YouTube. Good Moms Bad Choices. You can find me at Mila with an H underscore map. And Erica at Watch Erica on Instagram. And Baby Mother, where can they find you? And tell us where we can find your uh, apocalypse. Apoca- Apothecary. Apothecary. Well, my, well, my apothecary is closed until further notice, but it will be back. But um, my social media, mostly all of them, I feel like, is Baby Mother, B-B-Y-M-U-T-H-A. I'm on all music streaming sites, but my newer music, I keep it on Bandcamp, babymother.bandcamp.com. And yeah, what about Twitter? Cause you be active on Twitter, huh? Yeah, baby mother too. Baby mother, yes. Baby I thought I saw like mother, motherlificent. That's the that's the that's like the tag. That's Girl, like the see, I'm Twitter. I'm Twitter, Twitter slow. Yeah, okay, mother, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> motherlificent is actually my latest project, and it's on Bandcamp. So you oh, should get that. Oh, I love too. that. I love that. <laughs> well, let's go get drunk, bitches. Let's go get drunk and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Catch you next time.